need to play this. You don't really need to play this. This game sucks. This one's good. Go buy it. Everybody knows about Grand Theft Auto, so we're not talking about it for longer than five seconds. I can do this show by myself. Just kidding. It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Keg foreplay starring the shipwrecks. You got the touch. You got the touch. Play episode number 42. It's May 5th, 2008. I'm Mrs. Shipwreck. And I am Shipwreck. And we have a super duper Cinco de Mayo celebration. Foreplay extraordinaire. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Oh, it is Cinco de Mayo. When we're recording it, yes. When they hear it, it won't be. We had taco salad. (laughs) We did. I didn't even do that on purpose. Wow. Okay. Um,. Yeah, so we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. And just to catch everybody up to speed, we didn't have a show last week because uh, Cheapy is in America this week. So they did the CADcast early, which was on the night that we were going to record. So then we said we'll do a show later in the week. And then a bunch of people posted, how about doing a show on the weekend? Because then that'll give us time to go out and buy the games. And so here it is Monday night, and I guess this is our weekend show, huh? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll go with that. We're sitting down to record now. That's all I know. We are. We're recording now, and we've got we've got games to talk about from last week that are already out. We've got games to talk about that are coming out tomorrow, um, and so we're going to talk about a lot of stuff, right? Because we've had a, I mean, the last we've had a lot of busy stuff going on. Lots to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about. Why don't you uh, start us off with uh, what we did last weekend? We went to BotCon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's my very first convention. Well, well, hold on. It's my very first... Geeky convention. <laughs> well, I didn't want to be the one to say it. Because <laughs> <But laughs> that would sound judgmental. But, yeah, it was fun. I, it was. It, it's a, For those who don't know who, what BotCon is, BotCon is the annual Transformers convention. Right. And it, it goes from city to city every year. It changes locations. But this year it was in Cincinnati. So uh, we headed down on... Uh, on Saturday, mm-hmm. and checked it out. We were there for like four hours. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's mainly just they're they've got uh, several rows that have a whole bunch of vendors, so you have all your old Transformers there, and they've got the newer Transformers. Not much stuff from the movie, so no. I was glad to see that. Uh, a lot of the the special guests and everything were voices from that new uh, Cartoon Network animated show, right? Um, but we did we talked to. Some of the artists and writers from the comic books, ID, IDW is the company that does the comic books. Right, you've got a lot of books from them. Yeah, I got a couple artwork artwork books, and I got them to sign those, and I got a uh, a large poster, and yeah, uh, I got the, the artist to, really to cool. sign that. And then uh, we also talked to a company who's making a uh, Transformers Generation 1 cell phone game. Right. And we talked to them for a good 10 or 15 minutes, I think. They were very cool. They were. Uh, the name of the company is Glue, G-L-U. Right, and the G has a little face in it. It's pretty, pretty nice logo. <laughs> I just sure. like the logo. I, I'm fine with the logo. If- so, yeah, we, we talked we talked uh, with 
one of the guys is a developer. He's actually head of the studio there. Right. Uh, the studio is in London, mm-hmm. uh, England, not Kentucky. Right. Um, <laughs> but what? You're okay. <laughs> well, we live near Kentucky. There's a London, Kentucky. Do we live near London, Kentucky? Because I personally have never heard of London, Kentucky, which means 99% of our audience has also not heard of London, Kentucky. Maybe we have a listener in London, Kentucky. They fall into that 1% that has. But we talked to – they had one guy there that was from the marketing department uh, and one guy who was the, the head developer for the game. Right. And – uh, as of right now, it's strictly for cell phones. We asked about uh, whether or not it was coming to the DS or anything in the future. Because it, 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 it looks good. It looks great. What it is, it's called uh, Transformers G1 Awakening. And it's a real-time strategy, or not real-time, it's turn-based strategy, like Advanced Wars type of thing. Right. It's very similar to Advanced Wars. Yeah. And it's, it's cool because the guys were really into the uh, Generation 1 Transformers. You can tell that they... They spent a lot of time researching the show and everything. Hence the G one. Yeah, it's Generation One. But it. But it's got this like it's like overhead uh, isometric view. Right. And it's kind of cool because I played the first level of it. They had it there on a cell phone, mm-hmm. and uh, it works on like Nokia's and stuff like that. I'm not into the cell phone scene, right. so I have no idea. But what... he let you play it on his really nice Nokia phone, and yeah. let me tell you, the game was beautiful. I mean, the graphics for a cell phone game, it's very good. Nice. It's uh... the cutscenes. I mean, the cutscenes looked like something that I would easily see on my DS. Yeah, that's why I asked if it was coming to the DS. So the main gameplay it folds out on the map, and you have a overhead isometric view where right. you see the little uh, like. The level I was doing was I was controlling Bumblebee. Right. So it was Bumblebee versus um, uh, Frenzy, I believe, one of one of the uh, tapes from Soundwave. Right. And you could transform him into car mode. In car mode, you could move further, but you couldn't uh, shoot weapons or attack in any right, form. Right, but you travel faster, and you also have a higher defense right. in car mode. Yeah. Now, some, some of the vehicles can attack. Like, I guess if you're, like, Starscream or something. Right. Like, vehicles that would have weapons. That would make sense. I mean, right. it all very much makes sense. So then you just, uh, you get to the point where you're battling, and then, like you said, it get, turns into, the like, the, the little animated cut scenes where they look like Generation 1 um, cartoons. Yeah. They look, re- it looked really nice. And yeah, the whole, so. the whole point of that first level was that you're collecting, uh, what are they called? They're uh, pylons. You're, power pylons. Yeah, you're, tr- you're trying to collect energon cubes. So right. you c- capture this pylon so you can get more energon. Um, and it's only going to be 6 or $7, they said, and yeah. it comes out in September. So now, I know we checked... generally don't talk about cell phone games, but, but this since one we went was, to the Transformers right. Convention. And it was and a really, really good game. I mean, it, it, it would be something that would be great to have ported over. Um, yeah. Have you checked their website recently? Uh, I checked it a few days ago, and they still don't have this game up on there yet. They had worked on some past Transformers games for the movie. Right. Uh, but those were like action-style games. Right. So uh, this one seemed to to work better, and I like that it's the original Transformers. Now, did you uh, did you give out the website? Uh, I haven't yet. I'm, I'll go ahead and scan this little brochure that I got from them, okay. and I'll post it with the, with the uh, with thread. The, with the pictures of BotCon? Yeah, yeah, we. That's right. We got our pictures at Botcon. That's also your special prize for uh, missing the show last week or, or having to wait extra long for an extra large show. Uh, you get pictures from Botcon. Yes, which which includes lots of cosplay. Not not from us. No. But uh, there was a lot of people who had made Transformers costumes. Right, and then the one Transformer 
got signed. Perceptor. The, yes. Who is the uh, the microscope? Transforms into a microscope. And the guy that originally designed Perceptor. Yeah, he was, was there, there, and he signed uh, her the costume. Person's... Yeah, we have a picture of that. Yes. I Speaking think. of her costume, all of the cosplayers, as far as I can tell, all were female. We're all female. Yep. That that struck me as kind of odd for a Transformers convention. I didn't realize that there was that hardcore of a female audience for yeah. Transformers. Well, and then we saw the Transformer Hello Kitty combination. Oh, yeah. There was a, there, there was were, some artist or something. Right, that and there was, were a lot of girls around that booth. Yeah, there were. Right. Um, not what I'm into, but oh, so uh, I don't know. I like the Transformers being the Transformers and Hello Kitty being Hello Kitty. Um, anyway, this is the website for the game is www.transformer.com transformersmobile.com so check that out but be prepared that if the game is a, mo- a game from the movie it's not been updated yet with real clips they're in the process of yeah, getting if, if I had a phone that played this I'd definitely check it out uh, it, it's a shorter game because I mean six or seven dollars so it's only like he, he said, said it six was like hours six hours yeah, yeah what's, what's your fine for this it looks nice. If you're a, a cell phone gamer at all, you should check out this game because yeah. it really did look nice. And the developers, the studio was just really nice to talk to. Yeah, so hopefully it'll come to the DS at some point. That would be nice. Yeah, I mean, if a lot of people were to, say, email and say, bring it to the DS. Maybe that would help. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, what else so What else did we do after BotCon? Got anything else? Um, After BotCon... You mean that day? Because that day we walked around downtown and enjoyed ourselves. Oh, yeah. But you probably don't mean you mean in on the list. After yes, yes, I mean on the outline. Okay, yeah, there's a lot more. That wasn't the only thing on the outline. Um, River King. I've still been playing River King. The problem is that once you engage in a quest or a task in River King, you're stuck. So if you say accidentally click on the guy that wants you to find the albino rainbow trout, which turns out to be completely random and takes eighteen hours to do, you get stuck. You still haven't done it, right? No, I no. haven't done it. I had a dream the other day that I did it, and then I was all excited because I was going to go play. <laughs> and River then King. you woke up. <laughs> like I, I just I had a dream that I did it, and then like later in the day I was like, oh, I should play River King, and then finally I was like, oh, that was a dream. I didn't really do that yet. Yeah. Then I thought, nah, I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> so I don't know. So you don't know if if you're going to go back and try to catch this fish. I can't decide if it's going to be easier just to start the game over again. Well, that's a mandatory quest. So you're going to have to do that quest at some point. Right. But I can at least do every other quest in that world before I do that one. I don't I don't know that you want to start this game over. You're you're 10 or 15 hours into this thing by now. I know. I know. Yeah, you're you're invested. You're not starting it over. I like no. I like the monotony, but not when it's impossible. Yes, the monotony is good, apparently. <laughs> but you're, that's the PS2 version you're still playing. We haven't played the DS version yet. No, maybe I should get that. Maybe. Um, All right, moving on. What, what else have we been playing? Carcassonne. We always play Carcassonne. Okay, yep. So much so that we've been looking at TVs to buy for our bedroom, so we have a 37 or 42-inch TV instead of the 24-inch TV that's currently there. It's a little small when we're when we're laying in bed. So uh, then we'd be able to play the other games, too. Lost Cities. Yeah, you can go ahead and talk about that. Right. It's a card game. Um, You can play two players. It's Well, you can play two uh, players online. You can't play. We we can't can't play play against each other. 
Because it's like Uno where you can't see what's right. in the other the person's other person hand. The cards are, yeah. But it's pretty fun. I really like it. Yeah, and I we talked about it the last episode where it has kind of like a Racco type thing with it. Which Wombat didn't know what Racco was. So I had to explain to him. Does he not listen to our show? No, he listens. But Does it, he not pay attention? <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Racco is a great game. That we can never play. And it turns out that the whole me kicking your butt at Racco extends to Lost Cities. Because the first night we played, we each played three games. And after three games, you had five achievement points. Yes, I did. And I had 85. Yeah, you were halfway through the achievements, basically. I tried to explain to you the strategy, and you just didn't want to hear it. I, I like to play my way. <laughs> your way is losing all the time. <laughs> or... You're way overly aggressive with the cards that you have, and then you end up with nothing at the end because you were waiting for 18 of that one card that you need. I, I go big or not at all. <laughs> Which 90% of the time is not at all. Yes, but it makes that that 10% of the time also worth it. Which turns out to equal five achievement points. Woohoo! Okay, so moving on. It's a great game. Play the demo on the uh The Xbox one thing I, ha- I do have some issues with it. Everything is really tiny. The card the card deck is small, and we have to play it on our big TV, and we even have a, still. It's... We've got a 46-inch widescreen TV, and these cards take up, like, I don't know, like, maybe uh, like a 16th of the screen, maybe? Yeah. Where you're holding your, your cards in your deck. Like, granted, there's one... The go or make like the, the numbers community bigger. cards. Yeah, or make the numbers bigger or something. I mean, it's like an Uno card. It's got that big old number right in the center. Yeah, and they have like artwork on it and stuff, but you can't tell what it is. Yeah. It's just like a mess of stuff. That is difficult. But what helps with that is if you do decide to play, switch the background. There's one background that's like a beige color, and it is way easier to see the cards on the beige than it is on the dark background. So we did discover that. Yeah, so... If if you know somebody who worked on that game, get them to like increase the size of them. I mean, we're getting old here. We yeah, need the, large print. We need the large print. Large print. Um, I'm not getting old, but you are. Let's see. Moving on. Uh, Dungeon Siege: Throne of Agony. Uh, I haven't played this for a little while, but uh, I think I pretty much broke it. Like the game, not the physical game, but the the gameplay. In that, I when I play these type of games, these dungeon crawlers. Yeah. I usually build up the same kind of character every time. Like I, I get to where I boost up my stats really high in offense and in armor. Mm-hmm. So this time around, I decided I'll make a little bit different character. So I still have my high offense, mm-hmm. but I kind of skimped on the armor okay. and chose to make my person really agile instead. So they dodge a lot and they can move really fast. Right. I don't know that that was a good idea. Because what I have done is you have your helper characters. Yeah. And it was going along fine. Everything was was good. I was just killing people at a, at a leisurely pace. And then all of a sudden my helper, helper characters kept on getting killed, like, really easily. And I couldn't figure out why. So instead of, like, going back and leveling up some more, mm-hmm. I didn't really feel like doing that. So <laughs> instead I just ran. And I can run through the entire levels until I get to the bosses. Yeah. And then I could, since I my offense is real powered up, and I have a ranged weapon, I either shoot a crossbow or bow and arrow. Right. I can pretty much just stand on the other side of the screen, and just shoot all the way across and hit the boss, and then just I can kind of like dodge out of the way a lot. Yeah. And so I I've gotten 
like three or four levels higher than I'm supposed to be in the game. Like, not levels as in character levels, right. but actual like physical maps. What do you mean that you're supposed to be? There's all these objectives that I'm supposed to be doing. Okay. I could not find these trees that I was supposed to be saving. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, there's trees to save. Well, yeah, they're like corrupted trees. So instead of kept keeping on looking for these trees, I just forged on ahead. So I'm like in there's like four worlds, I guess, that you you start off in one world and then you open up the next one, you open up the next one. I've opened up like the last world. And you haven't saved all the trees yet. No, I have all these objectives way back. So can way, you go back? way back. Oh yeah. But so... I don't know if I'm going to. Okay, so you didn't break it. It wasn't like you created a game to where no, but my character's broken, pretty much. In that, I, I it's going to take me a long time to get to where I could get my helper characters back up to the level where I'm at. Like, I've beaten bosses, and, it, like, I talk to characters, and they, they start talking about stuff that I haven't done yet. Well, maybe you shouldn't do that. I, I give it a try. Maybe you should be patient in these games and level up evenly, like I do. Well, it... I, I wanted to try something different. I think I was just getting kind of bored with it. Like, I, I got well, into that kick. you're really bored with it. You're... I'm boring you with done it. with it. Yeah. I, yeah, I am a little bored by this because it's your own fault that you play games wrong. I usually don't, but I, I, I wanted to see what happened. <laughs> well, now you know. Yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> so now that game is getting retired? What are we doing with Dungeon Siege? Oh, we forgot to mention what else came with us to BotCon. What else did come with us to BotCon? Our victory. Oh, we're we're gonna get to that later. Okay. Yeah, that's. Well, that, I thought you forgot bit. it. No, no, it's 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 a little bit later on. Okay. Um, sorry, I interrupted. Uh, Arcana no, Heart. I've been playing some more of that. Uh, that's the PS2 fighting game that was put out by Atlas. The girls with the big boobs. I I don't play with the big gr- boob girls. You know that. <laughs> these lies that are spouting out of your mouth the girl okay. that you're playing with her little muse has no shirt on <laughs> other than her this uh-huh. is a it's a good game and this like, again is a game that you got your butt kicked on yeah it hasn't been a, it go, hasn't been a good week for me try and go straight through no instead well, of that's leveling how up and fighting and leveling up and fighting no there's and no level up. there's no leveling up in well, kind of heart there's just leveling up of me getting better at the game right but that's how these fighting games work is you get good enough to where you can fight through all the characters up until the boss. And, and then, then the boss is just super overpowered and you have to really learn how to play. play, Right. Uh, jump, per se. or Oh, I, I've got that down now. I can double jump. I can get way up oh. on the screen. It's it's a really good game. I'm surprised by like how much depth it has in the fighting. And it's really... You get to pull off a lot of fun moves, and you can so switch up your... this might be a game, again, we're talking about Arcana Hearts. Mm-hmm. It's a fighting game by Atlas. So this might be a game that if somebody likes fighting games, they should go pick it up. They should, if they like fighting games, they should definitely pick it up. Okay. Uh, it It's it's right up there with the Guilty Gears, and uh, I, it's not quite on the level of Marvel vs. Capcom, because you don't have all the character licenses that, that go right, along with that. Right, but there are some big boobs in there. Well, it does have that, so that weighs into it. That, right. Okay. But uh, and it's got a lot of uh, cutscenes. This probably has more cutscenes and story um, <laughs> than any fighting game besides the one I demoed on the PS3 this week. 
uh, Battle Fantasia, which is made by the people who make Guilty Gear. Uh, there was a demo on the Japanese uh, PlayStation Network. This is one of these uh, 2.5D fighters. What is? Uh, Battle Fantasia. Okay. So we're talking about a new release now? No, this isn't coming out yet. I oh, was okay. just, I was thinking about it since I was talking about fighting games. Okay, I got confused. Sorry. <laughs> That's just okay. clarifying for our audience. Yeah. So do you, are you familiar with what 2.5D means? Do I look like I'm familiar with 2.5D? No. Is that her bra size? <laughs> <laughs> is that like double D and a half? <laughs> I don't know. The characters in this game, I only fought with two guys. So okay. I, I don't know. I don't uh, know. If I didn't know. 2.5D is where they make the characters in 3D, okay. but you're still fighting in 2D. Okay. So they, they're full 3D models. Okay. Um, I'm not quite sure why they do that. I haven't found the advantages to that yet, um, but this game is one of the first ones to do that. Like, there's a Street Fighter coming out later this year that also does that. But it, it was a fun game, Battle Fantasia, from what I played. It feels a little bit sluggish, but I don't know if that's because of the whole... 2.5D? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but that game, my goodness, it's set in, set in like, a uh, fantasy setting, so your traditional, like, knights and fairies and stuff like that. And there's an actual whole... The storyline, story like it was all in Japanese because it's it's the Japanese demo, but my goodness, they like to talk in that game. It it was like it, you can fast forward through all the talking, um, but it was like a minute and a half of talking between just fighting somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. There must be one heck of a story in that game. But I'm looking forward to that one coming out. Well, you'll have to wait to find out the story for when the uh, English version comes out. Yeah, I'm sure it's riveting. Um, another riveting game, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Yeah, I pretty much finished that one up. I'm on the last case, but the my battery ran out before I could finish it. Um, that one price dropped pretty much everywhere now. I think even at uh, Circuit City, it's on clearance now for $17 for the Wii and the PS2 versions. I'm playing the PSP version, and it, it's it's a uh, it's an episode of Harvey Birdman. Five episodes, actually, five cases. Uh you have to kind of compare it to Phoenix Wright, but at the same time, it's Nothing nowhere. Nothing like Phoenix it's, Wright. No, it's it's not Just, nearly as in depth. Right. Uh, it's pretty well, much anyone that expects Harvey Birdman to be as in depth in depth as Phoenix Wright. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, there's no other way to describe like how different they are. Like this one definitely wasn't worth full price. Okay. Um, but it's still fun. Like. And you want to get things wrong because that's how you unlock the secret movies. Like you want to answer stuff stupid, and then you you can unlock like little funny moments with Capcom characters thrown in there, and it it's a funny game. They're, well, it sounds like an entertaining game, just not all that deep entertainment. No, you get through it pretty quickly because it's pretty much just point on the things that it, or click on the things that it lets you uh, click on and move along. <laughs> <laughs> so there's not a lot of game. Skill involved. Not not a ton, no. Okay. Well, let's move on to Metal Gear Online Beta. Okay. I played some of that on the uh, PlayStation 3, obviously. Yes, you did. Uh, uh, what to say about Metal Gear Online Beta? I kind of like it. Originally, I didn't... You played with Frisky Tanuki and Darth Budge? Yeah, I played some with them. Uh, I really haven't played it that much. Maybe two hours total. Um... The first, my first experience with it, I really didn't like it at all, but 
I can see why people would like it. It's got a lot of depth to it in that you can assign all these attributes kind of like in Call of Duty 4, mm-hmm. except there, there's a lot of attributes in this. There's right. a lot more than what are even in Call of Duty 4. Um, and it's the same type of thing where you're leveling them up. And the controls are the issue for me, I think, in this game. It obviously plays slower and it's supposed to be stealth-oriented or tactical or whatever you want to call it. It's not just run and gun. Right. But the controls are the same as what you would play in single-player mode. So there's a lot of depth to them, but they're also clunky. And they're not all always that responsive, which works in the single-player game. This is what I think I've figured out, is that it works in the single-player game because it kind of substitutes for the enemies not being all that bright. So you kind of adds to the tension of you not being able to move quickly or just turn around and cap somebody in the head. Right. Like if it had spot-on controls where you could do everything, right. then it would take out some of the interaction you had with, with enemies. But when you're trying to do that with multi multiplayer, with other people, you end up like me and this one guy who were trying to punch each other mm-hmm. for a good 30 seconds. We were just standing there like the hand-to-hand count combat is really involved and it gets like where you can improve everything you can put people in like sleeper holds and and stab them with like a virus and everything but yet you couldn't even punch but we couldn't hit each other (laughs) so there's a very steep learning curve although i was doing pretty well and that's because i was not playing it very tactically i was just getting some somewhere and shooting people um so i don't know i i don't know what to think about their online beta i don't think it's going to be a a game that I play online when it comes out. I'm looking forward to the single-player game, but multiplayer... Maybe not online. Eh, I don't know that it's my type of game. Well, we already talked about Lost Cities, which was the card game uh, on Xbox Live Arcade. That's mm-hmm. the next one on our list. Uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Explorers of Darkness. Thank you, Wombat, for sending me that game. It, I like it a lot. Do you? Okay, you didn't like it that much. Uh, it's... What do you I like, about like it? it in that... It doesn't take a lot of thought. It's more difficult because I keep dying. I died again in a dungeon while you were at the store. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, but it's not, I mean, there, it's not hard to pick up. It's not hard to figure out. And you can just kind of open it, play a little bit, and close it. And there's not a whole lot of stuff to think about. You know, I mean, it's all the quests are... It's basically a game where you just hit A a lot, right? Yeah. To battle? Oh, yeah. Okay. A and left, left bumper. What's that do for you? Well, left bumper A does your special attack versus just A as your attack. Okay. Now, what kind left of... Left bumper, or do you call it bumpers or triggers? Uh, it's, it's a bumper, sure. Left bumper and then right bumper. Holding down left bumper and hitting the right bumper makes you throw your items. Okay. So, and then that's about all. So what kind of Pokemon are you? We got a lot of flack for not knowing our Pokemon last yeah, episode. Yeah, we... So, do you know what kind of Pokemon you are? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can get my DS and I can tell you. Okay, I'll get your DS. I, you know, what really bothers me is the character that's following me around looks like he needs to be neutered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the character that's following you around? Um, hold on. Oh, this, this, is, this is fascinating. King. Okay. You've you've got a little green alligator guy. That's the guy that you're saying needs to be Trico. Okay, that's the Trico. Right. I'm pretty sure it's his tail, but when he's walking down on the DS, it really doesn't look like his tail. <laughs> All um, right. I am. What what are you? Hold on. 
I'm a fire mouse Pokemon. You're a Cyndaquil? Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil. All right. Which apparently is a fire mouse Pokemon. Okay. I shoot fire and stuff when I punch people now, so that's been pretty cool. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I'm proud of you. And he is a... Hold on, I can tell you. Trico is a... See, I figured out how to look this up. That's important. <laughs> um, wood gecko. Okay, that makes sense, because those words combined are tree and gecko. That, yeah. that makes sense. That other one, that that was a lot of nonsense to me, whatever you were. Yeah, you're going to have to plug that back in, because... You got a long gameplay night ahead of you? No, I, I just don't want it to die and then to lose my progress. Oh, I gotcha. Um... Okay, so that's Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Yeah. Have you lost a lot of stuff, like when you died in the dungeon? I've only died the once, that one time. Okay, did you lose anything, like any of your yeah, items? Yeah, I lost all my money and a couple items. Okay. All right. How did how did that make you feel? Initially, I was mad. I was really <laughs> mad. But then I thought, you know what? Half this crap I never use anyway, which is why it was in there. I mean, the couple things I was looking for, I didn't have. The little berries that up, up your health, yeah, th- those you need. I didn't have any of those. The rocks that you throw, those I used. Didn't have any of those. So it was a whole bunch of crap that I don't necessarily use. Okay. Well, good. So, um... What yeah, else Do you know, did Wombat get a copy of the River King for the DS that he can send to me? <laughs> I don't know. He'll have to check the, the drawer at UGO. May, he maybe Maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe he did. Although I made fun of him a lot today, so he's probably going to be mad at me. Uh, during the podcast or otherwise? Otherwise, all when otherwise. We get to okay. our special section at the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So, which special special section at the end is when we're going to be answering questions that people posted in the thread? Yes. Okay. Um, shopping. Okay, this is like I can't believe we're Friday. It's probably been a half hour into this show, and we're just now talking about stuff that we bought. Oh my goodness. Yes. This show is going to be like four hours long. That's all right. Okay. So There's shopping. no podcast this week, so they need something to listen to. Did we seriously, it's, you haven't told anyone that you bought Eye of Judgment for $30 used at GameStop, and the whole reason why it was at GameStop in the first place is because it's a piece of crap It <laughs> doesn't work. It only works in the daytime at high noon when the sun is at its brightest. <laughs> so Seriously, yeah. you and me and Wombat are trying to play, and you and I are on the same t- team, and Wombat is playing at his house, and it's dark. We're playing at like... I don't at know, night, 10, when people on a Friday usually, night, yeah, when well, people, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, that sounds really sad. <laughs> well, they've but, already talked about how sad that is on on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, so we're playing, and you have mm-hmm. to place the cards down in front of the camera, which is okay if you're placing a red card, and it's questionable if you're placing a gray card. If you're placing a blue card or a green card, our camera has got no idea what the hell is going on, and it will just sit there and go. Just tell you to put your cards back down or it won't read it. And you only have three minutes. And then you forfeit your turn and Wombat wins the game. <laughs> yes. Or it's the really... one time he forfeited his turn and we won the game. The one game we got going, it was really fun. Like, it has the potential to be a really fun game. I agree. It's really bossy, though. Like, sometimes we could get a green card to work. Like, it, it would scan on there. Right. But then it would keep telling us to put, it, put back it back on. Like put it, it back. Not put it back. seeing it and then I see it. And then I not see it and then I see it. Yeah. <sighs> So there was a lot of frustration. And then we were like, we, we had... If you create shadows and, like, change the light, sometimes it'll change how it see things. So we had all the lights on, which are overhead lights. Yeah, or... well, no, we we have, like, I don't, what do you call those? They're, they're like the floodlights on the they're on the like stands. 
I don't know. They're college lights. You know those college halogen yeah, so, lights you put in your dorm room? So we had like three or four. Three, we had three of those in this room. Right. And we kept on moving them around the camera. And then if you stand over the cards <laughs> then, then and we were block like, the light. I mean, it was, oh my dear. Yeah, we were like standing over the table, like holding our arms up in the air, like Ugh. playing all kinds of like Eye of Judgment twister to try to get this thing there, to recognize it, it the cards. It should not be that hard. Oh, oh. It, it was it was a little bit frustrating. It, yeah, and here's what happened. Your little Eye of Judgment camera came with three sticks where there were supposed to be four, and the fourth stick must have gotten thrown up against the wall when the person was throwing that stupid camera away. Yeah, I, I don't think it was the stick's fault that it wasn't uh, wasn't working because no. you just had to prop it up higher than it, and, and it recognized it some of the time. So you but spent we $30 did, on this game. The, and but okay. we got an extra deck with it too. We got we got the wood swarm deck. Does the wood swarm deck matter if it's all green cards? That which was the are irony. These that was the cards irony. that don't work. Yes. You paid thirty dollars for this game and a bonus deck that doesn't work. Yeah, it was a good deal. <laughs> Some people get it to work. I I think the true irony is that the game is Eye of Judgment, which is you have none. <laughs> No, I, I would have bad, bad judgment. Bad, <laughs> bad judgment. Yes. But so I, I don't think I'm going to be paying the fifteen dollars to download the new version of it. There's like a second deck that comes out, and but you you not only buy it for fifteen dollars on the do on we the have listeners Network. in like places where it's twenty hours of daylight? Maybe that might work. That's who I would recommend this game to. Okay. But you not only have to, to buy the downloadable version, then you have to buy the $15 deck that works with that version. No. You are no. not allowed to spend any more money on this game. No, I did send away, or, or I just signed up. They had some free cards. So I, I signed up for those that I can't use with the camera because they're the second series. Great. Yeah. We'll mix them in. It'll it'll be humorous. <laughs> You think I'm ever going to play this game with you again? You were having fun with it. I was, when it was working. Yeah. But then you'd get one card that you couldn't get to work, and then you'd lose the game, even though I was winning. It's basically like Tic-Tac-Toe and Magic the Gathering put together. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so moving on to games that didn't suck that you bought. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3. I have not played it yet, but yeah, it doesn't suck. And Grand Theft Auto 4. Yes. Definitely does not suck. Doesn't suck. Uh, I'm only about six hours into it. I was doing pretty well until this weekend hit, and then it was really nice outside. And I you did a lot of did a lot of work. stuff around the house, yeah. Um, let's see. What what do I want to say about Grand Theft Auto that other people well, haven't wait. said before? Aren't we going to preview it later in the game, in the show? Yeah, that'll give me some time to collect my thoughts on it. Okay. Uh, so last week, let's go through the contests. Last week we had a couple contests, or two weeks ago, I guess. One was for a Wii Classic controller and 2,000 Wii points, courtesy of Nintendork327. Thank you very much for donating those prizes. And the contest was, what would you buy with the Wii points? You were thinking of Sin and Punishment? Yeah, yeah. I, I knew it as soon as I got done uh, editing the show, but I didn't feel like putting a little addendum on or whatever. But plenty of people knew what I was talking about. Okay, Sin and Punishment. Uh, the winner is Dusmurf. Who said Paper Mario and Super Metroid? Oh, very nice. We actually bought Paper Mario. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and uh, I probably will buy Super Metroid. Those are those are two good games. So definitely worth it. And the other contest was for Championship Pony for the DS, courtesy of DSi Games. 
and that was what would you name your racehorse, which is actually you know kind of time appropriate since the Derby was Saturday. Well, that's that's how I that's how I do these things. Oh, uh huh. I pick out the games that that mean something that week. It was a good Derby, but it was sad. Yeah, let's let's not talk about that. That's sad. Well, let's talk about people who won. Let's talk about championship who won, pony because retail sucks came up with a great name, and that was Harry Trotter. Oh, very nice. That's, Which that, I really that's liked it. Although it's like a little Harry... kind of like the Harry Plopper thing. Yeah. Well, let it slide. But uh, I, I liked it, and it was good. So you got a copy of uh, Championship Pony coming your way, and I'm sure you cannot wait. Yeah, PM me uh, your addresses if you if you want. Yep. And so I will get this out. And retail sucks. So moving on to the little bit of the show about our victory, because we mentioned earlier that we did bring it to BotCon. Um, and so you created kind of some some guidelines for how we're going to handle this whole, what are you calling it, tour of foreplay? Yeah, we talked about last week possibly uh, sending it out to uh, a different listener, and then they would send it on to a listener after that, and right. it just keep going like that. Well, because there were so many that really wanted to play a really crappy game. Yeah, you get in that mood every once in a while. Right. So uh, yeah, it's a really crappy game. And we already sent it off to the first person. Um, I don't have his name right in front of me, but he already mailed it. <laughs> I already mailed so it. He should have he it. He should have it. Yeah. So we're just gonna have like a few like stipulations to do, just so you can we can kind of track where uh, our victory went and like. Are we gonna get a big map for the wall in our office where we can put push pins where our idea. victory? Maybe is. we'll be able to set something up on a. Uh, some kind of Google Maps or something. Yeah. That way we can tell where our victory is at all times. Okay. Uh, a little airplane graphic flying. <laughs> it's probably a little too in depth. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, so you signed the cover. Yes. Signing and, the cover is the first step. And everybody has to sign the cover. Yes. With their CAG with name. With their CAG name. Yeah, of course. And you have to take a picture of our victory in a unique locale. Yes. With or without you. Because you're in the picture. I am in the picture. As are some, what are they called? Cosplayers. Cosplayers. Transformers cosplayers. Right. Um, and, and since we're from Cincinnati and BotCon was in Cincinnati this year, that was our unique locale. That was my hour of victory. That's the whole theme there. We were there for like four hours. Four hours of victory. That's all That's all it takes to beat hour of victory <laughs> at most. Um, and fill out in the notes section your gamer score? Yeah, how, mu- how much... Gamer score you got in Hour of Victory. Okay. Like, how much you could actually stand to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> the date and the location. Yeah. And now, your name. They should probably put their name in there, too. Yeah, your CAG name. Right. Uh, as far as the picture goes, it doesn't have to be, like, at an event or whatever. Just, like, someplace... Somewhere. Unique around right. you. Like, indigenous to the region. <laughs> right. Or... Right. I'd like to see uh, Hour of Victory on a beach. Okay, I'm, I'm sure somebody lives near the beach. <laughs> somebody needs to take it to the beach. Um, and you get it for a two-week period. Yeah, give, give or take a few days. I mean, that way it's just not sitting there on your shelf. But we should nag them if it's three weeks have gone by. Oh, oh yeah. We'll, we'll get sh- one of us on them nagging them. Okay. But uh, we'll set up a list, and there's going to be a thread with all the rules and the pictures that we take uh, in the CAG uh, cast and CAG four play forums. You're gonna have to go back to the past forums because there were so many that wanted it yeah, after the person. There's, there's that already has it now. there's already a, another one or another person in line already. But okay. uh, I'm sure from then on we can just make a Congo line and our victory can spread its joy throughout 
CAG 4 players Draft their the land. land. <laughs> Great. Okay, so that kind of counts as a contest, I guess, if you're lucky enough to put, put your name on the list. Um, moving on to the real contest this week, Turning Point Fall of Liberty, courtesy of CAG Phil. Yes, Phil. Um, and <laughs> That's a good name. What? It's just funny when... when Phil. Yeah, it's it's not like... Oh, I was thinking that his actual name was Cag no. Phil. No, no, but it's, it's just, just It's Phil. just, yeah, his name's just Phil. It's not like Death Taco or... Like... <laughs> well, maybe his name is like Joe, and Phil really is... Yeah, it's exotic for him. It is. It could be. Um, so he has generously provided Turning Point Fall of Liberty, and he said, talking about our victory got me thinking, I was playing Turning Point... And I just realized that it is the worst game I've ever played. Most of us have had that moment. (laughs) At some point, you've had that moment where you're going, crap, this sucks. Um, I'm trying to think of what the worst game I've ever played. Drake and the 99 Dragons is pretty far up there. And I played that for quite a while. Oh, no, no. It's a different one. It's on on the Xbox. It's a four-player Power Stone type game. I think it has Spike in the title. Not Spike Out, but it's something else like that. And I don't know. it's another week of me forgetting the name of the game I'm trying to think of. But that game was horrible. I don't Absolutely know what awful. the worst game I've ever played is. You haven't been subjected to quite no, as much crap I, as I have. I'm, I have a more... You had, um, you had Mario was Missing. I saw that in your collection. Oh, that might be it. That, that was pretty bad. Yeah. That was not a fun experience when you got that home, right? No. No. <laughs> Realized it wasn't a Mario game? No, well, I knew it wasn't Mario. I was hoping it was, like, everyone had been billing it as, it's like Carmen Sandiego. Yeah, it's not. (laughs) It sucks. (laughs) Um, So, I I don't know. I have definitely a more, I'm a little more more picky about even trying a game, because as people probably have noticed, um, I didn't play Final Fantasy IX. This uh, past two weeks. Well, that's not because it's, it's not crappy. Not because it's crappy, but because I tend to go in games in spurts, and so it takes a lot for me to pick up a game. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't just sit down and play most games. I have to really kind of get a craving for that game. I just haven't really been feeling Final Fantasy lately. Not because, again, not because it's a crappy game. The segue is that I have to be really feeling a game. I don't know. But so, anyway. Uh, what's the contest here? The contest is challenge the listeners to write a horribly bad yet hilarious fake plot summary in maybe three or four sentences. Okay, so we might actually have to, we'll randomly choose this winner still, but we'll actually have to see if if they've at least put forth an effort. Right, you have to put forth an effort, and here are my suggestions as being the one person, well, that gets the crappiest games typically because they're the ones ending in Z. There's been, you've had a few weeks here without a Z. Right. If you throw a Z in there, and I don't know, that one game that was a pet sim about stuffed animals seems still to be sticking <laughs> we, we've out of my head. We've had a couple of those. Um, so that's one of our contests. The next contest is for M&M's Kart Racing, courtesy of DSi, in honor of Mario Kart, which came out last week. Very good. And <laughs> you got You got my reference. I for, did. For... Uh, what well, I'm just talking about, like I said, I set these things up on purpose because of uh, I realize, the see, horse racing. I know, you make comments about the show and I listen to them <laughs> versus the reverse being I make comments about the show. And I'm just and like, like thinking about gum, gummy worms. 
Right, exactly. I saw some Blueberry Hill Gummy Worms today. Right, did you see Walmart. orange slices? Because they make orange slices, and I really have been craving them. Yeah, we've been getting some messages. I don't know, was that from Desert Eagle? It was, it was from somebody on my friend's list. They, they took a picture of uh, some of the Blueberry Hill products that they found. And they had orange slices. Yeah, those look pretty good. We'll have to find some of those. They did. They look so good. Um, anyway, back to M&M's. We're really getting off topic here. Uh, what is your favorite candy, and what type of game would it be in? Yeah. And Wombat came up with that, so. But so yours would be snow caps. Yeah, favorite what, candy. What would they be doing? <laughs> it would be a, a snowboarding game. Oh, featuring snow caps. Right. Would like would they have like faces and stuff, or would it just be like a snowboarding no, I'm snow pretty cap sure, song? I'm pretty sure they're just. I don't know. Hmm. What else would you do with snow caps? I mean, it's not like you they could, could put do faces anything. On them. They could do anything. Maybe the snow caps are the, are the the substrate on which you're skiing. Okay, I I mine would be like a gummy worm game, of course, but it would be like a puzzle game where you had to get rid of all the green and yellow gummy worms by combining them with like yellow and red, or like green and the clear color, because the green and yellow ones just aren't my favorites. I don't like I those. I love green. Well, the greens it's. It's Green together. Is good. The, the, Clear and yellow is bad. Well, yeah, there's no matches. So you have to, you'd have to like flip them around to get the different uh, colors that you like together. That that would be the whole puzzle game involving gummy worms. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I don't expect that game to be coming out anytime soon. You know what and else? That I... is page one of the outline. <laughs> awesome. We are 45 minutes into the show, and we have page one now. You know what else I saw at Walmart when I was there? <laughs> what? Weeds. Well, you were, yeah. We've oh, how many weeds have we seriously seen this week? We've seen them everywhere. We saw them at the, Best Buy. We've seen them at Best Buy, Target, Target, two different Targets, Toys R Us, uh, and we're talking GameStop. Like probably probably three hundred weeds total, like is what they had because the one Best Buy all throughout the all, all the right, stores, yeah, yeah. I mean the or not the one Best Buy, but the Toys R Us. The Toys R Us had, had, had sixty. Yeah, uh, we've seen them at GameStop. Every store I've been in that would sell a Wii has had Wii. So we think the drought is over. It might be over. There, I know they're shoving them all out here for Wii Fit that's coming out. But I saw that too. What? I saw the little. Oh, you saw the advertisements for it. Yeah. Okay. They right. say you didn't actually see the actual product yet. When does that come out? Because it's no, soon. I the. What was the store with the cages? Is that Game Crazy? The game, one yeah, where the people crazy. are not really all that helpful when they uh, walk in. That, that might have just been like a demo box or something. Yeah, it looked like an actual box. Yeah. I just didn't even, it didn't even occur to me that it wasn't out yet. I just thought. Okay. So moving on to what is out, and there's not a whole lot to say. Grand Theft Auto 4. Yeah, it's pretty good. I Like I said before, I've only about six hours into it. Right. It strikes me as being... A lot different than the other GTAs in some sorts. Like it, you're basically doing the same type of things. the The main improvement here, though, is the story. That's that's the big improvement. Um, okay. Whereas before, I've I've really only played GTA three to a level of like any sort of completion. Like I played that a ton. I was at ninety nine percent completion. I did everything but a uh, off road uh, race that I couldn't complete. Okay. So I played that one a ton i could not tell you what the story was I, I don't remember anything about the story whatsoever it was something involving mobs and going around and, and killing them okay this one it's more of a personal story 
where uh, the, you actually kind of care about how the characters react to each other and you kind of understand why they're doing the things they're doing. There's a lot more depth. Yes, but it's still missing another layer of depth at, at, at some point as you can interact with these characters to an extent in that they tell little stories to each other and they're talking to one another. But you can't really talk. Like, you can't just, like, start up a conversation. Like, you take girls on dates. Mm-hmm. And you, other than, like, the canned conversations that are going on, you can't really interact with them at all. So it's not like... Like, the only way you can interact with them is accidentally bump into them and they fall over. And you're like, well, I hope that doesn't affect anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, Mass Effect. Yeah, that's what it's missing. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's missing... It's missing the choices. The it's choose missing, your own yeah. dialogue... How are you going to respond? Are you going to be a jerk? Are you going to be nice? Are you going to... No, I know this is a very nitpicky thing for this game. Right. But it, I know other people have had similar reactions where they don't understand quite why, it, why it's scoring so high this early in the game. But I'm told and I've read that by the end I'll understand why it's scoring so high. I, I mean, I assume that's just because the story is that good. Right. Because I can't imagine all of a sudden this turning into something that's... Different right. than phenomenal, yeah. Than the GTA that you're used to playing, they have improved like the the battle system, the combat system somewhat. Um, I I kind of like Saints Row's combat still better, like the aiming and everything. It just works better in Saints Row. Uh, but and I haven't played really multiplayer, so I can't talk about that at all. But it, it's really good. It's it's GTA. I mean, I'm I'm not blown away by it yet. And ninety percent of our audience probably already owns it. Yeah, so. yeah, we're, we're we're I think we've talked enough about it right now. Uh, moving on, Iron Man. This took the box office top prize this week. Yeah, this game. This game. Uh, game based on a movie. Yeah, that's a. The <laughs> thing is, it's these superhero games, and they get it. They get certain things right. They they get it close, and then they don't have enough time to finish it up before the movie comes out. That's what I'm convinced is happening with these movies, or with these games, based on these movies. Because right. you had the Spider-Man game, he can swing around the city, the city's real big, there's nothing to do in it. Right. Like, it's still fun to an extent, but it doesn't live up to what the potential has there. Like, Same thing it's happens. It's almost like if you had given him another month. Yeah, a few more months. Just just let yeah. him, if it's, if it's got potential to be a good game, let him continue with it. Same thing happened with the Superman game. We had this huge city, nothing to do in it. Right. Iron Man, they've got the mechanics right. It it reminds me a lot of uh, Gun Valkyrie and Wombat mentioned. Um, oh, uh, oh, I completely forgot the name of the game now. Virtual Did on. Virtual on, yeah. The the another game by Sega, where it's all about hovering in the air and uh, kind of like strafing and right. boosting and and shooting stuff. He he has those moves, but the game they put him in is extremely boring. Um, you're not doing any kind of like combos where you're like building up like scores or different abilities, that type of thing. You're simply just kind of like hovering in your dodge every once in a while, and then you're, you're shooting things from a distance. Uh, there's no like sense of excitement. There's nothing. It's it's so close to being something that's worthwhile playing. They just don't understand like how to make it into a good game. Like they have the Iron Man mechanics down. He he's fun to fly around with. It, it's fun to now, I mean, shoot things, shoot jets and helicopters. Do you really think stuff. it's a time issue, or do you think? I mean, who who's the developer? Secret Levels of the developer. What uh, else have they done? Uh, they've done some decent stuff. They're they're decent. 
they've they've never like I don't think they've made a game yet that's like like a top tier game. They're they're kind of like in this okay we're gonna do licensed games right uh, kind of mold. But it's just frustrating that this keeps on happening. But license over and over again. doesn't necessarily mean boring. No, and, and that's the, I'm sure that's I'll, the trouble. I'm sure I'll still play through this at some at some point, but when it's a lot cheaper. Well, you also, I mean, you, there are some deals if you're going to buy this game. Uh, Circuit City and Best Buy are offering a ten dollars gift card with the purchase of the Wii 360 or PS3 version. Target is offering a free $5 gift card with the purchase of the PSP, PS2, or DS version. So everyone will get a little bit of money back there. And Fry's is offering the 360 and PS3 version for $53 each. The fact that it's coming out for all those platforms does not help it either. No. That, that's, that's another issue. But the DS version, uh, it is different than the other versions in that it's a completely different game. Um, it like kind of alternates missions between... Uh, fighting action missions and then kind of this overhead scrolling uh kind of desert strike um where you're shmup type almost so it it might be a little bit better i don't know snk arcade classics volume one this will be one we'll be referencing i'm sure for when all these games get released uh (laughs) for for download for other systems this is a really good collection for uh it's coming out for 15 dollars for the ps2 and 30 dollars for the psp that might i it's a little bit expensive for the PSP version, but it comes with a whole bunch of fighting games, uh, which SNK is known for. A lot of these are ones we've covered in the past because they have their own anthologies. So this is kind of like a grab bag right. from those anthologies. Right. So you've got um, you've got your Art of Fighting, you've got Fatal Fury, King of Fighters '94, King of the Monsters, Samurai Showdown, and World Heroes. Those are your fighting, your fighting games. games. Then you've got action. The, yeah, I've, I've kind of like clump these into different uh different areas genres uh so you've got stuff like burning fight magician magician lord which is a really fun game um sengoku top hunter and then you have your metal slugs and uh last resort and shock troopers and then you even have your sports games which are baseball stars 2 and the golf game neo turf masters and uh super sidekicks 3 which is a soccer game um for fifteen dollars, I mean, these games used to be really expensive, like on the Neo Geo and everything. You're talking right. like uh, up to like three hundred or four hundred dollars a game. Well, and how much if they get brought to? Uh... Well, some of these are on Virtual Console already, and, and they're like, I think they're like six dollars or eight dollars each. And I, this is a really good buy for fifteen dollars. Yeah, Plus, I don't really see anything that I need to play. No, but for me, like the fighting games and. Magician Lord having a copy of that's pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the fighting games. The nice thing is that if you find a series that you really like from these, then you can go out and get the anthology that would have the later versions of right. it. Right. Which I'm sure they're going to include some of the later versions in SNK Arcade Classics Volume Two. Yeah, the Volume One really leaves it open yeah. there for more to come. Uh, what doesn't need to be left open for more to come is Speed Racer, the video game. If it's even I, uh, half as good as Speed Racer the movie, it's going to suck. Well, we haven't seen the movie, but we've seen the movie trailers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it. Oh, what I don't know. The game, let's not talk about the movie because it just looks like a travesty to begin with. I, I'm, a, I'm a Speed Racer fan from when right. I was younger, obviously. Um, it's got special I, I, effects. Oh, 
It, it has plenty of those. It's got plenty of bright uh, colors and oh, all kinds yeah. of goodness there. Uh, the game itself, it plays a lot like uh, the Hot Wheels. Like all these crazy Hot Wheels games that come out that you do all the kinds of loops and tricks in. Um, it's got this system called Carfu. Carfu? Uh, yeah. Which is basically just running into the other cars. <laughs> and then it, like it shouts these things up. On the screen and like so it's actually like, shows you what it's saying on the screen. So you hit them in the in the backside of the car and it's like tail toss or whatever, and the car goes flying off. Um, it's like bumper cars, but well, I mean, a big part of Speed Racer is the right. battling while you're. Well, I, I watched a lot of Speed Racer cartoons yeah. in my day because you were still into watching the cartoons when we started dating, and it was on at four o'clock. Well, the, and cartoon the cartoons Network. are humorous. I mean, you got the bad uh, voice acting and. It, they're enjoyable to watch. But Are you ready to talk about a good game? I am. Let's let's move on. All right. Well, we're going to move on to the Wii, and we're going to talk about Boom Blocks, which is the Steven Spielberg EA brainchild um, for the Wii. Yes. And it's a puzzle game. And it's a 3D puzzle game in which there are groups of literally, like, blocks stacked on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And you either get to, like, shoot the blocks, you can blow them up, you can throw them... You move them somehow to get all the blocks to fall on each other and create chain reactions and get them to disappear. But there are also blocks, characters walking around that change the blocks in a certain way. Or there's a um, a monkey blocks. There's a dog blocks. There's a, a grim reaper that protects the blocks. Or grim that, reaper block? Yeah. The dog protects Ooh. the blocks. Blocks. Brocks. Brocks. <laughs> and the grim reaper makes the blocks disappear and there's like a whole a lot of interaction as far as the 3d game so you kind of wander through the level and make these blocks disappear and talk to the characters and it i don't know it sounds really lame when i explain it but it looks really fun and well i i think that's that's the (laughs) crux of it is that whenever i've heard somebody try to explain it or read about i think it's just really hard to yeah it, it apparently doesn't translate well to like uh, like written form or here's videos does, even. Here's what does translate well. Number one, the Wiimote controls are spot on. Precise okay. as precise can be. Number two, it's got co-op, multiplayer, and le- a level editor. So there's actually a lot more than just the main story. Um, it has, let's see... Great! It uses the what's the physics engine? Um, Havoc. Yes, it uses the Havoc fin- physics engine. So, like the blocks legitimately fall well, and okay. yeah. I mean it. It all kind of you can pause it, like you can make it go into like the Max Payne mode. Okay, um, bullet time. Yeah, so that you can see the blocks all exploding and stuff when you shoot yeah. them. Um, it. Looks, I don't know. It looks it's, like a lot of fun. It does look like a lot of fun, and it's. I don't know, the puzzles are supposed to be challenging and entertaining, and it's supposed to be a great game. There hasn't been one preview that's not been favorable, oh, which I, is good for a game it. that it's really hard to convey. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm ready to drop and you $50 can, on there's it. There's, like, uh, you can create your own type of levels and puzzles and stuff to it, too. Yeah, that's the uh, editor mode. Yeah, so Level I, I, editor. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I would do that, but... Uh, 
hopefully you can like download them and yeah. stuff from other people. Somehow they've got to be able to transfer them. Well, I think we'll be able to play with uh, co-op, like local co-op. Oh, really? Yeah, it has a co-op. Mode. Oh, that that's a big plus then. So I, the difference is, can you play co-op online or can you play co-op locally? Uh, I would guess since it's Wii, it's probably co-op locally. That's what I figured. So, yeah. I, I mean, I you and I would enjoy that. Yeah, I, I probably will uh, look for that this week. Another good game, also for the Wii, is Mario Kart. <laughs> this came out like a week and a half ago now. <laughs> I know, it came out on Sunday. Um, it came out, it came with the Wii wheel. Yeah, um, we're not we're not big Mario Kart people. No, I like Mario Kart, and I really liked it for the 64. Uh, you liked it for the Super Nintendo, too. You had that version, too. Yeah. I, I think uh, those are the last two versions we really got into at all. Mm-hmm. They've they've just kind of been uh, iterative, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they're still good. It's just I don't know that I need to play them anymore. Well, and this one's not really too much different. It's still got the 50cc and the 100cc and the 150cc classes. Uh-huh. Um, the same characters. Half the tracks are new. Half are classics. Uh, there's bikes. In okay, I actually played some in in, uh, in, the, in GameStop. In a motorcycle, right? Yeah, I played as Toad on a, on a uh, motorcycle, and it did the same thing it always does in Mario Kart, where you don't want to be winning because somebody's no, just going to hit you. At the end is going to they're going to do the blue shell or and something that, else. That is really um, it was really difficult. People said to win the 150 cc, like it completely came down to chance. Okay, which is what I was um, playing on. No, you were playing the hundred. I was playing on a hundred. Okay. I knew it wasn't the but, easiest um, one. But... Right. But it even gets worse in the 150. Yeah, that drives me nuts. Like, I, I can lead the whole game. Like, the strategy, I guess, is to stay in the middle of the pack. Yeah. And then just take off at the end. Because... Well, here's what... Okay, so here's what makes this game better. Um, It has the best online multiplayer that we've seen to date with a... For the Wii. With, with the Wii. Yeah, okay. At all. Um, It's got... The other thing that I really thought was cool, I don't know... Maybe not. It's got ghost racers, like some of the other racers, mm-hmm. are Nintendo staff. Like, you can be racing against the creator of Mario. Oh, okay. Um, Miyamoto. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. And it does, there's all kinds of different ways of controlling it. I was controlling it with just the uh, tilting the Wiimote, because that's how they had it set up. Right, you can uh, use the classic controller, fine. you can use the Wiimote, and you can use the Wii Wheel. Yeah, it seems like the expert players are saying that the GameCube, or classic controller, I guess, is the best, is the best and followed by the Nunchuck and the Wiimote. So not much love for the wheel. Although people were people were buying that piece of plastic <laughs> like crazy. Every yeah. store we went into uh, last week was... People were asking if they had the wheel, and all the stores were out of the wheel. They're all back in stock now, but yeah. man, Nintendo can sell some white plastic. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't have any... It just seems like it's just one more thing that I'm going to have to figure out where on the shelf we're going to put it when company comes over. <laughs> right. Like, where do we hide it? Because yeah. right now we got all those band instruments just laying out on the floor. Yeah, it's a... It it seems like I would I would play it maybe, but I I don't know it's when. It's a solid it's a solid Mario Kart title. Yeah. And if you're a fan of the Mario Kart games, you probably already own this. It's a solid game. Yeah, I know a couple guys at work that the commission owns it and another guy that just buys the Mario games, basically the Nintendo games for his Wii. So it's that market perfectly. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Well, moving um, on to the next game, another Wii title. Uh, I think I believe you covered the Dog Island. Yeah. So apparently, okay. Do you remember those dogs that are like taking super close ups where their face is all distorted and their head looks really big? Yeah, and then they they did all the weird stuff like they made stuffed animals of them right. that way and everything. Yeah. So those are the dog franchise, and they've made a game where it's just a bunch of these the dog characters, and you actually just pick one. Um, to play the game with, and it's an adventure slash RPG. Now, are they like super deformed? Yeah, they're deformed. Okay, and they look like those. They they so it's not just like a dog walking around. It it's the no. It's... We took a picture of this dog really close up to their head, and then the dog stayed that way. And then you shrink it, so his head's just really big. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. It's. It's really awful. Astounding. <laughs> I mean, it's an adventure game, but your dog can't attack. You just avoid the enemies. It's kind of stealthy in that respect. You don't have an attack. You just don't want to get caught. So you run. And you have this nose thing where you sniff and you find things. Kind of like the examining the ground in some games. My Pokemon game being one. You Zelda, find things, yeah. and then when when once your dog finds it, he learns that smell, and then he can smell those items without having to look. But you find treasure. What's like? Do you know what the and ultimate there are many goal games. of your this game brother's is? sick and needs medicine from the island? So you're trying to get enough money to buy a medicine. Your your dog brother? <laughs> yeah. Okay. There are no humans in this game. Oh, okay. It's it's confusing because the the picture it's on the box, the picture on the box is of a real dog. I know it's they're they want people to think that it's Nintendo dogs. Hmm. Okay. Ready to move on to the DS? Yeah, I've been ready. <laughs> okay, for the DS we have Brain Voyage. That's one of yours. I know. <laughs> it's it's logic problems and board games. Good enough for me. Next up, we have Corvette Evolution GT, which we've talked about before. Not just Corvettes. It's the one where you. Oh yeah, we did talk about that because it has my my Volkswagen. Yeah, it's got Beetle. It's got a bunch of stuff in there, uh, other than Corvettes. But for some reason, Corvette got top billing. Um, Crosswords DS. This is the one that's actually published by Nintendo. Yeah, and this is actually a decent crossword game. Um, it's because it doesn't. It's not limited in it's ugh, I can't even talk today. It's not limiting itself just to crosswords. It also includes anagrams and word searches. And you can kind of select puzzles of different um sizes and different difficulties. So um based on, you know, what you want to play, either a really little, really easy one or a really big, really easy one or you know. Now which ones are anagrams? The ones where they're all mixed up and there's like you get a certain amount of letters and you have to make words within them. Are those like the ones where they give you the letters and they're just mixed up and I you just so. rearrange them? Or are those the cryptoquips are the ones that are are the other ones, right? Where it it has the wrong letters in there and you have to like find the code to decipher yeah, no, it. No, that's not okay. It. Okay, I like anagrams. I don't like cryptoquips. Yeah, I like anagrams too. That's there was a book bookworm game that was on my computer for a long time in college. That okay was a good. PC Flash game that was free. Bookworm was great. Yeah. I mean, that that's that's like a word search type thing. 
that's the one where you have all the letters and you have to make all the different words that you can yeah. out of it. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like Boggle. Yeah. Um, so Crosswords looks to be a good puzzle game. Good. I mean, I'm sure it's... I would expect nothing less from and one a, that Nintendo publishes. There's a thousand puzzles, which is nice. Oh, sounds good. I like crossword puzzles every once in a while. Yeah. Maybe if we see this one for cheap. I don't know. All right. What I don't need is Let's Pilates and Let's Yoga for the DS. It pretty much walks you through a bunch of different yoga and Pilates positions. While you're using your DS. teaches them. Teaches you them, yeah. So. So, here's my problem. Is it's on a portable system. So, what, are you going to do these on the floor of the bus? Like, how's that going (laughs) to work? I mean, that's just got disaster written all over it. Like, I could see this for a home. Like, release it for the Wii. As a companion to the Wii Fit or something. You know what I mean? I'm not going to look that up on Amazon right now, but I would guess that there's a yoga or a Pilates game in the works for the Wii. But for the DS? And then why do you need the touchscreen? Like, it's not a game. It's pretty much an instruction manual. It's $30, too. Here. Here's a picture. Do this. And then I'm sure there's a girl in the background going, good. Can you feel the burn? Are you stretching? (laughs) Remember. Breathe. Breathe out. Breathe. <laughs> Let's take a break. If at any point in time you're feeling like you're pushing yourself too hard, make sure to tone it down. I mean, we've all, you know, I mean, seriously. <laughs> it just seems just, I, I can't even, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Now, now we've we've done one of these on uh, the Xbox. There was that Yourself Fitness. Right. That one made sense. It did. Cause it's it, basically just a workout video type thing. It is. But that's kind of what, like what these are. On your DS, I, I'm I'm almost speechless. I don't I don't get it. I know that there there are additional like yoga and Pilates games coming out for the DS. Like I've seen them in the future releases. I don't know. Maybe somebody really likes them. I mean, maybe somebody can I respond think... and say, "No, I bought this game, and here's what it is, and here's why everyone should own it." I I, I don't think anybody on CAG's buying these games, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it's shooting for that that market. That mom market. Oh yeah. So, I don't know. That that's pretty amazing to me. This next one we've talked about before. Toy shop, which is kind of like a. It's a, a Harvest Moon economic sim thing, right? where you run a toy shop and you try and make money and build toys. And no, it's more like a roller coaster sim, kind of theme park sim. Okay. But it's a toy shop. All right. Fair enough. So, uh, Winx Club. Oh, thank God, I've talked about this one already, haven't I? No, no, that was a different Winx Club. This is the new, the, mm. the sequel, Mission Enchantix. It's fairies and glitter. Sounds good. For the PlayStation 3, we have Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty, blah, 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 Game of the Year edition. <laughs> uh, we've talked about this many times before. Hopefully this week it comes out. I don't understand. This is on the releases every week. It's Call of Duty 4. In new maps. Yeah, Circuit City is offering a free $10 gift card. Probably because it's not coming out. No, I'm sure it is. That that probably means it is coming out this time. Okay, moving on to the PSP. R-Type Command? Yeah, this is the Atlas game for this week. It seems like Atlas has really been pumping them out here lately. Um, this It's a shmup? No, so it's bored. not. It's not a shmup. I get bored with the shmups. R-Type, as a series, has always been shmups. 
This is a turn-based strategy game. So you look even more excited about that. <laughs> I, I played like, a demo for it. I like turn-based strategy games. Uh, I, just, I, I just not crazy about the um, title. Well, our type is the series of ships. So actually, if you if you order this game from like Amazon or EB or whatever, uh, you get a free like little miniature ship with it. Like a a ship that goes in the bathtub. No, or a, a spaceship. Ship. Spaceship. Oh, I'm thinking like. Are we talking about like old Ironsides and the Constitution and the like? Like, is that what we're talking about? What kind of ships are we talking about here? <laughs> well, that's where my mind went. Well, that's okay. I, I understand that. You didn't You're... say spaceships. Well, I I shouldn't have assumed that uh, that you knew what our type was. <laughs> that was the that was the mistake there. <laughs> uh, no, I. I... So if you're a fan of the series, I don't know if you'll like this game. It's it's because weird. It's different. It's it's completely opposite of of a shmup. It's all tactical. Uh, I, there's a demo of it out there. Um, I played to the demo. I couldn't beat the the first mission. Oh, it, it's, it's I'm hard. not good at it at these games at all. But it still was kind of hard. No, uh, you aren't good. But it's got the hex based system, which I like from Wild Arms. Well, I mean that just means that the the grid is. Is hex based, right? But I like yeah. that. Yeah, it, I mean, it works great for strategy games. Uh, it seems like a pretty good one if if you like these type of things. So I, I don't know. Try the demo. Well, if you do want your free R type ship collectible with your purchase, you should order it from Amazon or one of the other stores that's offering that. If not, you can get it for thirty three dollars at Fry's. Sounds good. Turok came out for the PC. Yeah. Either last week or this week. I don't know. We kind of jumbled all these releases together into a... One master. One episode. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Turok came out for the PC. Nobody cares. Alrighty. <laughs> Moving on to, on with, to the DL with the Shipwrecks. Rock Band. There have been several songs that we've missed. Um, last week, The Mother Hips, Red and Tandy, and Time Sick Son of a Grizzly Bear. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with The Mother Hips. Um, I listened to the songs. I didn't recognize them. They're kind of like a, uh, they're an alternative band that kind of sounds like a classic rock type of thing. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've, um, but this next one I know, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, Zero. Zero. That's a good game. I'll, or a good song. I'll buy that one. $2 each for those. Uh, this week it's Fallout Boy, the Santa scene. It's an arms race. Okay. And the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs with Date with the Night. You might like that one. You like the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah song that's on their maps. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. um, and Angels and Airwaves, It Hurts. Yeah. $2 each or five fifty for the pack. Yeah, so uh, that one, I might pick and choose on that one. I'm I'm not really a huge fan of either Angels and Airwaves or Fall Out Boy. I like Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's all right. Yeah. But, uh. Uh, they could be fun. I don't know. I have to see what the songs are. Now, for Guitar Hero, they've got the Muse Pack, uh, Exopolitics, Supermassive Black Hole, and Stockholm Syndrome. That is a... For six twenty five. That is a buy for me. I, I like Muse a lot. You like Muse. Yeah. You just don't... You're not really sure who they are. But yeah. you like their songs. I, I know you like their songs. Yeah, I'm really bad at knowing who sings things yeah. on the radio. That's the guy who always sings in falsetto. Okay. There's a lot of people that do that now. But moving on to the games that came out. Yes. I'll take your word for it on the Muse. <laughs> uh, Double Dragon for the Wii. 
All right, this is the NES version of Double Dragon. This came out last Monday. Um, I can picture the cart, the like. Oh, the with the two guys on the front and the yeah. and the dragon symbol. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was a good one. Uh, it's a good it's a good side scrolling brawler. I mean, uh, you can't go wrong with Double Dragon. It's one of the it's one of the best of the genre. Yeah, um, and for only five dollars. The only problem is. It's on a compilation somewhere. <laughs> it's already the superior... <laughs> the superior Double Dragon game. Well, it's on Xbox Live with uh, online play for the same price. And that's for the arcade version of it on Xbox Live. So that's the better version of it. Hmm. So uh, if you have both, that's the version to go with. If, I mean, you, if you only have a Wii, you can live with the NES version of Double Dragon. Pokemon Puzzle This is a great game. You played this with me a lot. Yes, I did. Uh, it is Tetris Attack or Puzzle League or Panel de Pond, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, it's uh, you're shifting cubes to match up with other light-colored cubes. Uh, it's pretty fast-paced. There's uh, a lot of screaming in the background. Yeah, the the Pokemon aspect to it. Oh, you don't shut up. It is always either Mute it. It's always either Pokemon shouting their names, which I think there's only three Pokemon. It's like Pikachu, Squirtle, and uh, some other famous one. I don't, I don't remember who the third Pokemon was in this game, but it's they're either always screaming their names or the trainer, which I know you can play as Ash. I don't know if you can actually That's play really as different people. That's really the only trainer I know. Yeah, in single player, you always play as Ash, I believe. Um, but either he's always screaming something or the Pokemon are always screaming something. Uh, but it's really good. It's a Really good version of the game, too. Um, it's fun in multiplayer. Uh, $10 for it. We played... I mean, I, I remember it's a really playing good puzzle that a game. lot. And it yeah. is a good puzzle game. So if you're looking for a good retro puzzle game, that's probably right up your alley. Um, Renegade. Man, you had a lot of these da- these on the downloads. Yeah, I think I covered all the on the... Uh, oh, no, there's one coming up. Yeah. Uh, Renegade was another NES brawler. Um, I don't remember anything about this game except for the uh, cover art well it's five dollars and yeah i don't think it's very good if you're gonna buy an nes five dollar downloadable game this week i'd probably go with double dragon all right uh moving on you also previewed echo chrome yeah this is coming out or it came out i'm sorry for the playstation 3 and the psp it's actually two different versions of the same uh game you have 56 levels in each version Okay. Um, there's demos available for it. It's a 3D puzzle game where, kind of like Crush was. Yeah, I remember Crush. Uh, where you were going from 3D to 2D. Yeah. Same kind of thing. This is the one that looks like M.C. Escher paintings, where it's all white or black. Yeah. And instead of... Uh, it's a little guy walking. Yeah, it's a little guy. He's constantly walking. You can like stop him uh, to think or... You can make him speed up while he's walking. Other right. than that, you don't really have that much control of him. But you want to create pathways for him based on how you turn the level. Yeah, it's make all the perspective level look type like thing. there's a bridge there, or right. look like there's a hole, or depending on where you want him to go. Yeah, the the whole issue, like there's holes and then there's, I guess, trampolines or something that right. cause them to jump or fall. That is difficult to completely understand where they're going to land. Okay. Like, it tells you, like, kind of position it 
to where if it's underneath the hole, that's where you're going to land, and the same thing. There have been a, a couple little glitches and that kind of thing, either where they'll fall <laughs> off, or if you move just slightly, all of a sudden your character gets stuck a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's gotten positive reviews in that it's really... Uh, it's unique. It's very unique. It um, doesn't look like something I would like. I would like it to an extent. And then I would get really frustrated at it and hate it. Because I can understand the simple puzzles. Right. Those are kind of fun to do. You don't mind if it doesn't recognize that you were really trying to jump here and it, you actually landed over here. Right. Or falling off the thing or whatever. You don't really mind that so much if, if it's simple because you can get back to where you're going right. pretty easily. I can imagine with how complex these levels are going to get. Being would, 20 minutes into it, and dying, then you, and then going, well, crap. I don't think you really die, but it like resets you in yeah. places. Or if you land somewhere where you didn't want to land, then you have to work your way you back. You like reset to the last place there was a cross. Um, It's pretty much, yeah, yeah. I think where you crossed at or yeah. where you turned at or whatever. Um, now, in the future, there's going to be more downloadable content for it, and there's user-created levels, which will get even more insanely impossible to beat, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Um, it is only $10 for either version. Um, it looks like a great puzzle game, and it, and I certainly think that yeah, it's definitely it's just, got a, its own special kind of intellectual yeah, you know, I, gameplay. I just, it's, even though I liked it's Crush, thing. I, I, See, still, I didn't love Crush. I still, uh, it's still not as good as just a straight-up 2D puzzler to me. It, it, they just get more frustrating just bringing Sometimes, the 3D in. When I'm playing a puzzler, I like just the simplicity of it. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, and I, I don't quite get that. But as far as far as the PSP or the PS3 version, they both control well. I actually like the PSP version slightly better. I'm not sure why. Okay. Um, you played it on your PSP? Yeah, I, I played both versions. There's a demo for the PS3 and the PSP. Um, and for some reason, I thought the PSP version just... Controlled a little better. I don't know if it was the smaller screen that made the graphics look a little, little bit sharper or something. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what it was, but. Um, so I get to talk about Pixel Junk Monsters Encore. Which Yay. may or may not be coming out this week. It's going to be coming out soon. Yeah. And the sooner the better. Um, it's that it's a strategy game where you have little monsters creeping onto your screen, and you need to set up towers to keep them from getting. I don't know, what are these little small creatures that the you're babies. protecting? The little babies that you're protecting. You don't want them to get eaten. You don't by want the monsters. the monsters to get them, right? <clears throat> we've um, talked about it quite a bit in the past, how we much have. we like it. Right. And it's been a great game. We've played it together, which has made it a little bit easier. The single player is rumored to be a little bit tricky, uh, but it's a whole new island of maps. So you get new maps. Uh, the only problem is. That all of the upgrades, the special abilities that you've learned, earned, mm -hmm. you don't get to take those to the new map. So you can't run. You have to go back to walking. Do you get well. all the towers? Because we unlocked that one tower yeah. at the very well, end of the no, game. No, you don't. You start out with the three main towers, and then there's a, the lightning tower, the laser tower is available right away as well. Okay. One of the one of the bonus towers is available. I think I, I think I read somewhere it was the frost one. I, I think it's one of those. Yeah, towers. one of them. Um, but it, it looks good. Um, so I'm just waiting for it to come out because if you haven't played this, you should really play the demo. Is there a demo? Uh, there's a demo of Pixel Junk Monsters. I don't know if there's going to be one for the add-on. Right. But, but if yeah. you haven't played Pixel Junk, you should really play the demo because you're missing out on a great game. I love it. Um, 
All right, and the last downloadable game this week is for the 360. It is Wits and Wagers. Okay. Which is another board game. We like the board games. We're on a board game kick. Yeah, we, we like them a lot. I actually picked this one up uh, at Target and was looking at it the other day. Not picking it up as in bot, but I picked up the box and looked at it in the store. Okay. Um, it looks like it would be a fun party game with other people to play with. Right. Um, it's a trivia-based game. Okay. But you don't always have to be the one getting the answers right. You can kind of like uh, bet on what the other people are going to answer. Okay. Um, who's going to get it right or wrong or who's going to be the closest. Um, so it's got kind of like a apples to apples almost. I can see uh, my family getting really angry. I, I thought it would be fun to play with your family. I think it would be fun. Yeah. Uh, so the trivia questions are stuff that you wouldn't like normally know okay, so per se. Like, it was like, what year did uh, somebody discover pasteurization? Like, and so you had, I to, had like, to learn that. Actually, well, I in know, school. but you probably don't know the date. Right I don't off the top remember. Of your head. So you have to like, you have to say, kind of like guess, and you have to whoever is closest without going over gets it gets the points for that. I'm not quite sure how it all fits together with the betting and everything, um, but the the live arcade version of it, it it's. Basically the same thing as the board game. Okay. Um, it does do camera implementation. It does the big button controllers from the Scenic game. Oh, that's good. Um, so you can tell it's it's more of that party, party. game type of thing. Right. Rather we don't than, have the big button controllers. No, we don't have Scenic. Right. Uh, rather than the type of strategy type board games that we've been playing a lot of. Yeah. Um, uh, it looks okay, but I don't, I don't know if that exactly is the type of game I want to play it on. A console. Like, we're not going to invite your family over Why not? and sit down. I, I don't know. Maybe we I, we would actually play it more if it were an actual board game. Right. That's what I'm thinking. I, Just yeah, go I buy agree. the board game at Target. I agree. Okay. We'll buy it next time you're there if it's on sale. Okay. All right. Moving on to the Shipwrecks present This Is Not the Cag Bag, also known as Messages in a Bottle, which is the title that Wombat came up with. I'm thinking because he's been at his job for a little too long. <laughs> because, wow, that's a really girly title. Well, not the first part. I came up with that. Right. The Messages in a Bottle part. Well, it's a sting song. It's all right. Yeah, it's also a really girly chick book. Oh, you were thinking the Nicholas Sparks version. Uh-huh. I'm going to give Wombat the benefit of the doubt and thinking he was... Uh, and <laughs> thinking of the this, police. The police? Yeah. So, okay. Uh, we may never know. No. <laughs> All right. So let's, <laughs> so let's go got, through some okay, of these so questions. So we got a lot of questions. Um, Meager posted, aside from Crazy Burt's, have you found any other specialty shops that do a good job catering to gamers? I've been to a shop in a mall just outside Kansas City that has used games from just about all consoles back to the Atari 2600. Prices weren't too amazing, probably due to the mall overhead, but were better than the GameStop further down the walkway. Um, I mean, I haven't found anything quite as good as Crazy Burt's as far as prices. But I'm going to go with Trader's World. Trader's World is very good. It's a, it's a big flea market around here. Um, it's huge. Play and Trade, we have one that's the closest video game shop to our house. And yeah. they carry everything from... Uh, Atari 2600, they have ColecoVision games and television games. Yeah. It pretty much just depends on whatever yep. somebody brings in is what they'll take. Right. Um, but the prices aren't – they're not terrible, but they're not they're not great. Like, uh, no. 
I don't. You're not but gonna I, find too like many deals there. I like buying stuff better there than yeah. EB GameStop. Um, another one, GameSwap in this area is the one that's in the malls. Um, they have we've talked about them before. They have a great selection of stuff, but that's also because it's it's not overpriced, but it's it's eBay priced. Right. Maybe a little bit cheaper than eBay, but it's still. You find they, a lot of stuff there. They know what they have. Nobody else is buying it. Right. right. Um, same type of thing with another shop in in Columbus. Uh, all West Point video games. Yes. Very fairly priced, and they have good selection. But, Still, um, you can't really beat Crazy Bert's. No, I, I like the way that he does it and that he works on volume. Yeah. Rather than... Yeah, I mean, if he has... Rather than depending on selling Final Fantasy VII for... $75 or whatever, which he does still have those, but he might sell them for, I don't know, 40 or something. Right. And the general stuff, it's it's like, it's very reasonable prices. Right. It's, he just wants to sell a lot of stuff versus... Which I like that. It makes right. me feel like I'm, I'm getting a deal. And his turnover's constantly... Yeah, there's constantly new stuff there right. because people are trading and buying a lot. Right. Um. Okay, so moving on. I think he also had another question. Oh, yeah, this is still meager. And how is Shipwreck doing in terms of playing 360 PS3 Wii games? Do they sit around unopened as much as his last-gen collection? If you played Meet the Robinsons already, he must play everything right away, huh? No, he plays Meet the Robinsons <laughs> instead of playing the real games and the good games. I, I get in moods. I, I think I am doing better this generation. I'm not buying nearly as much crap. The, the situation where the crap starts coming in is when the games start getting really cheap. Yeah, see, here's the problem with Ship, is that he, it's like, you know how when you see those coupons that are a dollar off any $50 purchase, and you think, well, I have a coupon, so it must be getting a good deal, even if whatever you're buying, you could buy for half that price down the street with no coupon? If he thinks he's getting a deal, he'll buy it. Even if it's a game that he doesn't want to play. Because my point was always, well, yes, yes, paying $5 for crap is better than paying $10 for crap. How about not buying the crap at all? And that's not an option in your head. I I don't think I would be as heavily involved with Cheap-Ass Gamer if it were. But it's gotten better since the whole blockbuster... Tradeathon, Tradeathon stuff. Because you used to come home with like twenty five games, and you're like, "Well, they, I spent two fifty, but it was two fifty in Blockbuster money, which really is the equivalent of a hundred dollars." Yeah. And then my yeah. my, I still come back at yes, but what if you only spent fifty dollars on the games that were worth buying, and you left the other half of them there? <laughs> it's still less money. Yeah, but. I've been doing better this generation. I, I've beat a lot of games. Uh, there's still quite a few. I've at least... Uh, I, I started a lot of games last generation, too. But I think I've gotten further along in a lot of games this gener- generation. Yeah. Uh, I've sat down and, and played all the way through without getting too far off on other games. It's kind of... This show makes me kind of play something new every week, though. So I'm I'm kind of playing stuff in the background. Right. While I'm trying new stuff. I haven't played, I mean, the, the, aside from Hotel Dusk, I can't even remember what the last game I, I completed was. Um, I don't know. I mean, you, you play a lot of games that don't have completions. But uh, I mean, it probably was like, I don't know, a Paper Mario that you and I played oh, no, together no. or you, something. Oh, no, no. You beat Oblivion. 
You've, oh, I did beat Oblivion. Yeah, you beat games this generation. That took me a long time, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, what's the next question? Trenchalicious. Thoughts on GTA 4 and whether you subscribe to, subscribe to Cat Fancy Magazine. Why or why not? No. No, I don't subscribe to Cat Fancy Magazine. Um, just because a lot of that stuff is just not stuff I'm into. You like cats. I do like cats, but I don't like learning how to, you know, read their minds and... <laughs> I don't know. I it, it's just not my thing. Okay. And I I talked about GTA earlier. Yeah. Yeah, cat fancy just not my thing. I have to read a lot of medical journals, so I read those and I read a lot of Get Fuzzy. That's got cats in it. It does have cats in it, yes. Um Outlaw Moogle. How much does Gamepedia say your collection is worth and how much have you saved? Um let me see. Me, I don't even know let this. Let me start up game. I might have a heart attack. Oh, I, I'm afraid to bring this up, actually. Now, granted, this this is just what Amazon says. Like, the prices are pulled from there. <laughs> what does that say? That, that's got a lot of twos. Is that $22,000? Yeah, it says $22,000. Don't rob us. <laughs> and as far... I don't think I have the paid field uh, readily accessible there because a lot of my stuff I don't have entered how much I paid for it. That was that would just be since I got Gamepedia and I had a lot of games before Gamepedia. So uh, yeah, twenty two thousand give or give or take a few. I don't think the collection's actually worth that. No, but this does bring up my point that you need to take pictures of all this crap because otherwise it's not covered in our homeowners insurance. I've got pictures of quite a bit of it. Um, okay, so moving on. Nephabaloo. Nepha Ugh, I can't even speak. Nephilobobo. Yes. I, it, it, there's so many, I just, I can't talk today. Is Mrs. Shipwreck watching you play GTA, or is she continuing on with Final Fantasy IX? I talked about Final Fantasy IX. I haven't played it in about two weeks. Um, and no, I haven't seen you play GTA at all. You play that before I get home from work, usually. If so, where is she in the game, and is she sick of random battles yet? Yeah, that was part of the problem why I kind of took a break, because I was sick of the random battles. And that's the nice thing about this Pokemon game, is that there are no random battles. You just come across the bad guys and you kill them. Oh, okay. So I like that. All right, and a leader one also had a question about GTA. Uh, what does Mrs. Ship think of GTA 4, about the way women are portrayed? I was listening to another podcast, and someone said that their girlfriend thought the game was good, but that all of the strippers and the hookers made her not want to play the game. I I don't know. I don't usually get too offended by the way women are portrayed in video games. Fair um, enough. It, it just doesn't usually bother me. There's enough real-life issues, like how women are being treated in underdeveloped countries, and there's bigger fish to fry, I guess, in my world. Yeah, you you haven't actually seen any of of GTA Four yet, right? No, I no. mean, but you know what's going to be in there. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, it's the same stuff it always was. Right. And I, I'm not. I mean, I I'm the type of guy. I I don't generally go to like the the strip clubs in the games or whatever. No. Like, it's just if I go there for a mission, that's fine. But I, it's not like I don't know. I don't get the no. the, the joy out of. But you don't go to strip women. clubs in real life either. Well, right. So that's yeah. I mean, it's the same type of thing. Yeah, but no, that doesn't really bother me. Um, 
Elder Gamer asks, why doesn't Mrs. Shipwreck complain about the time you play games or the amount you spend on games? Maybe that's just my <laughs> life. I I do complain about the amount you spend sometimes. I mean, yeah, I've sometimes. probably done that a couple times this show. It's mainly the the money that you spend on things that I either know you're not going to ever play or is not a good quality game. I, I don't like, it's the same with clothes. I don't. If I'm going to buy a pair of shoes, they're going to be a pair, a nice pair of shoes that are going to last me a while. They're not going to be crap. If I'm going to spend my money on something, I'm going to get some enjoyment out of it. So when it stays in the cellophane and never gets played, that's what frustrates me. Like those shoes that never get worn. I have lots of shoes and I wear <laughs> all of them. Um, let's see here. Do you have any suggestions for... for... Buy her more shoes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Terp Kristen, two potentially interesting games have come out over the last few weeks for the DS. They are Rondo of Swords and The World Ends With You. I know Rondo of Swords. Um, yeah, the we've talked about both of these here recently. Rondo, Rondo of Swords was the Atlas one that was like a real-time strategy game. Okay. And The World Ends With You was a Square Enix RPG that was set in modern-day Tokyo. Okay. Um, and she goes on to say, at $40, I think uh, The World Ends With You is a bit pricey for a DS game, but Circuit City has it on sale this week for $30, um, or starting Sunday. I forget whether, you know, it's this week, um, for $30. And she asked if either of us has played it yet. Uh, the Penny Arcade guys seem to be enjoying it. I'd like to know what others think. Um... And she adds that the Penny Arcade guy said that it had some online play, which she said has the potential to be cool. Uh, I have not played either of these games yet. Um, I know that Earth Ends With You is probably the game to get if you're thinking between these two. Um, just because I think that's going to be the hardest to find at a cheaper price than this right now. You I mean, think, You really think Rondo of Swords is going to get cheaper? It's an Atlas game. It's an Atlas game? But I don't know. Something about it says that it'll be on sale for. You might be able to pick it up for twenty here at some point. I don't know. I always worry about the Atlas games. I yeah, I, that one looked more interesting. The World Ends with You didn't look all that interesting to me. Okay, well we have differing opinions on that then. So, uh, yeah, whichever one of us you like better, I guess go with that game. Obviously, I I don't even remember us talking about the World Ends with You. <laughs> and the last question I think we have is from. <laughs> Nephilobobo again, who was asking, where's the show? Here it is. Here. Hopefully we explained. <laughs> and next week, I don't know, we're going to just wait until the CAG cast kind of settles down into whatever its time slot's going to be. Yeah, we're not sure uh, what day they're going to be coming out, so we're either going to be before them every week or after them every week. Well, we try not to be on the same day. Right. It, it's just, we like to spread it out so uh, everybody has a chance to listen to both shows, and it also... Uh, it's, I mean, it's better to have different uh, days where we might get to play different stuff or different news comes out that we cover. Or yeah. That type of stuff. Well, as always, our show is sponsored by GoDaddy. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blogcast, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of CAGCast or CAG4Play, you can enter the code GAMER1. G-A-M-E-R-1 and get your .com domain name for just six ninety five a year. 
Some restrictions apply. See site for details. And get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. As always, dig us. We like getting digs. You can leave us uh, reviews on iTunes. Please. Check out the CADcast. Uh, yeah, not this week. Not this week. <laughs> uh, I think Wombat and I uh, are going to record something this week. Um, the two of you? Maybe. Together? Yeah. You're you're welcome to come, too. But I don't know what we're talking about yet or, or when it's going to be or mm. exactly what's going on. But I should mention uh, also about the Long Island CAG Together uh, that's coming up in May. It's May 17th at 2 o'clock somewhere on Long Island, I believe, at a Dave & Buster's. Oh. Just meet at Wombat's fun. house and we'll carpool. <laughs> Are you going to be there? Yeah, I'm going to be there. Oh, you're gonna be in on Long Island then? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna be uh, Long Island for Saturday, and then uh, I'm going to the Yankees game on Sunday. Oh, that's right. Well, that'll be fun. Are you, are you staying at Wombats? Yeah, I'm gonna stay at Wombats. That's nice. Everybody's welcome, I'm sure. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh dear, Mrs. Wombat, I am terribly sorry. She's coming to the cab together too. Well, that's good. I would expect her to go. But I'm terribly sorry that you just invited, I don't know, how many people to her house. Ah, oh, they're all nice people. <laughs> well, I'm sure there will be an interesting recording that comes out from around the CAG together. Yeah, we'll have to record something. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Check us out in written form on cheapassgamer.com. There's a special... I did a special preview that involves hand motions this week. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I will look forward to that then. You, you can try it. I'll have you try it. Um, Sounds good. It's great. I was really, it was toward the end when I was sick of wading through the crap. Um, email us with your questions. We're going to try and answer more questions as much as we can. Uh, shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com. You can PM either one of us. I've been trying to respond to my messages on Xbox Yeah, I think Arcade. I'm pretty caught up too. And don't forget to enter our contests and check out the post about our, our victory, victory, the tour of foreplay. Yes. Sign up for duty. Yes, sign up to play the crappy game. And we'll see y'all next week. I hope you enjoyed our extra long, supersized show. Yeah, they had to have something to listen to. Yeah, a lot. A lot of something. <laughs> All right, guys, get out there and do your hand motions. Yeah.